Hello, everybody. Welcome in. Welcome to the Mental Health Hour. Welcome to episode 73. We're doing a little bit of uh, ADHD tonight. Um, We're talking about uh, self-medication with ADHD. Um, We just did an episode on self-medication. And uh, that was a good episode. I really enjoyed that one. Um, Mm. Uh, and it ties right into this. Uh, we got a special guest tonight. Gemma, can you tell us, uh, tell the folks a little bit about John McCabe? Yeah, this is somebody that I know in real life. I wouldn't normally let anybody that I know in real life come up here. <laughs> just, just, you know, personal preferences. But I've known John for quite some time. We actually met at a business thing that um, was doing for some another friend was doing for charity. And um, John is a professional entertainer, and part of that is children's entertaining, uh, entertainment even. And when Thomas was diagnosed with cancer, he pretty much shut down, wouldn't talk, wouldn't eat, wouldn't smile, wouldn't move. And then John came to visit as Mickey Mouse and got him out of his shell, got him talking, got him smiling. So, um, yeah, I've known him quite a while and uh, I'd consider him a good friend. So super happy to have him on the show. Excellent. Excellent. So let's bring him on and uh, we'll let him introduce himself as well. Here he is, John. Good to have you on the show let me see if we can get this hide the junk there we go <laughs> john, hide the junk <laughs> hello john how are you today good evening or good I'm, I'm not good with time zones but good whatever time is appropriate to you tim yeah i'm really good um i've just about two three hours ago got off stage at holiday park here from a show that went really, really well, sort of legged it straight back home so that I could, uh, I could, being a, a good place to do this. So yeah, I'm, I'm really good. How are you guys? Uh, good to have you on. And yeah, I've been watching what you've been up to on uh, social media. Looks like it's all going really well. We're actually coming. I don't know which one you're at. I won't say, but like, we are coming there in February through the children's. Um, charity that we are with uh, sending Thomas on a little break now that he's completed his treatment so if you're at the one then maybe we'll see you I can can say which one I'm at I'm at um, Sherwood Forest in Nottingham okay that's probably where we're coming as well awesome such a beautiful place yeah I've never been actually so it does look nice Excellent. Um, so John has uh, all right. So John has come on tonight to share his story with us. Um, he has a pretty cool uh, story and incredible journey in Penelope. Okay. I just want to say, by the way, through rehearsal and when we were doing the tech setup, Penelope was as quiet as anything. And then the minute yes. you went, we're going live, Penelope was straight there. 
I'm gonna have her. I'm gonna have my uh, mic muted while you're speaking, uh, so we can get right into it. Um, it is yeah, awesome to have you. Thank you for joining us. You, uh, you, you have kind of a similar story as myself. Um, you're from. Uh, are you from Leeds or? Yeah, yeah, I'm from Leeds. Leeds. Yeah. So you're over across the pond. Um, so we got two British people. I'm outnumbered tonight. Um, yeah, so if you want to okay. check how to say certain words, now's the time. Because we have this dispute <laughs> every time about how to say certain things. So, yeah, tonight's the night. <laughs> yep, tonight is the night. Um, oh. So, listen, uh, let's get right into it. Um, mm. Let's talk about ADHD. Uh, that has, I have struggled with that this very day today um i had to go all over the place to try and get medicine uh because it's it's just a mess um the the medicine that you need for adhd is a controlled dangerous uh or a controlled dangerous substance whatever cds um so you guys can't even get it over there across the pond, right? No, the one, yeah, the one you said is illegal over here. So I'm talking about Adderall, of course. Um, you, we spoke, John and I spoke before the show. You have taken Ritalin. Yeah, yeah. So I took Ritalin uh, for a, a good few years. Um, and getting into that, um, what would you say, was it helpful for you? When I first started on it, yes. Um, there was a, a period of, there was a period of time where it was very helpful, very useful. Um, unfortunately for me, that, that period of time didn't last very long. Um, until I felt and, and the, the people around me felt that it was, changing who I am or, or who I was then um, and, and it was having more of a detrimental effect than a positive effect um, and it was also having an effect on my health I had super high blood pressure um, it affected my appetite and, and I would eat um, quite obsessively through the night but wouldn't be eating during the day and I just crave sugar. I mean, I'm not, I don't have the healthiest of diets now, but these days that's more down to my kind of lifestyle and, and the hours that I work and things like that. Um, but yeah, there was a period of time where it was super helpful. Um, and, and I would never, I would say that I, I, I'd never change anything that's happened in my life because it's made me who I am right now. Mm. That's, something that I'm really, really happy with. So, to start off, I'd like to go over uh, just some ADHD information. Gemma, can we run through some of these slides, please? Uh, yeah. And, uh, We'll just go from the from the start. I want to start with the symptoms um, first. Yeah. Okay. So um, 
this is just a common list of ADHD symptoms. So inattentive symptoms. So makes careless mistakes and doesn't pay attention to detail. This isn't like a one size fits all. You're not necessarily going to have all of these things. Can't sustain attention in school or play activities. Doesn't listen when someone is talking to them. Can't follow through on instructions and doesn't finish tasks. Can't organize tasks or homework assignments. Avoids dislikes or doesn't engage in tasks that aren't interesting or require sustained effort. Frequently loses things. Is easily distracted and is frequently forgetful. And then hyperactive or impulsive symptoms is fidgety. Can't stay seated in activities where being seated is, an, is expected. My teeth back in. Runs around in situations where that behavior is inappropriate. Can't play quietly. Is often on the go or driven by motor. Talks excessively. Blurts out answers inappropriately. Can't wait his turn and frequently interrupts others. So it's like it's not going to be for everyone. And it just says at the top, in order to have a diagnosis of ADHD, symptoms must be present before the age of 12. These symptoms need to interfere with the child's ability to function in at least two different environments, such as home and school. And six or more symptoms of either inattention or hyperactivity must be present. So, I mean, clearly that's sort of relating a lot to, to children there, but I can relate yeah. to pretty much, in, it, on some days, pretty much every one of them. I mean, I'm, I'm really lucky that I've developed coping mechanisms and done a lot of research and a lot of work to be able to control it myself without needing to sort of take either prescribed or, or other medications. Um that's I totally get that. It's not always possible for everybody. Um, hi Naomi, by the way, I've just seen that comment. Um, yeah, so but I mean, like the losing things. Oh my word, the amount of times I don't think there's a single day where I will I'll pick everything up. I'll go into my Ooh. vehicle, I'll start the engine, and immediately have to turn that car off to come back inside and pick up something I've forgotten misplacing my keys um things like that um the attention to detail i'm very much the other extreme um in some cases attention to detail is just yeah off the scale for me uh doesn't listen when someone's talking to them yeah i can i can be guilty of that sometimes um can't follow through on instructions and doesn't finish tasks I obsessively have to finish everything that I start. and But I, I have a very strict rule on myself that if I try something three times, it doesn't work, and I'll just move on. Um, can I organise tasks or homework assignments? Very much in school homework, it was just... I mean, I, I'm, uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of, of uh, conventional education. I'm still not... Um, Personally, I think the UK education system is quite outdated. 
Um, yeah. Avoids dislikes or doesn't engage in tasks that aren't interesting. If something doesn't interest me, I definitely just cannot engage with it at all. And I wanted to uh, look at some common treatments for for that as well. Um, mm-hmm. We talked about CBD or uh, CBT, not C on on the show a lot, uh, and stimulants, obviously Adderall, Ritalin, um, Vyvanse, uh have been uh, marketed as good treatments for. ADHD, um, antidepressants work well with them, from what I'm told. Uh, personally, I don't know. Maybe one of you two can weigh in. Um, and then non-stimulants, a doctor will prescribe one. If stimulants are helping. Um, so mm. looking at the next slide, Gemma, can you run through this? Yeah, you bring it up. Okay, so top 10 indicators of ADHD. Um, and for this one's main like looking at adults, so impulsive behavior, making risky decisions, or doing something on a whim, addiction, drug addiction, gambling, and addiction to other illicit or risky behaviors. Inability to stay focused, so trouble concentrating and making routine errors. Uh, nicotine dependence, it says 41% of adults with ADHD smoke. Restlessness, so not being able to relax on a vacation or sit back and watch a movie. Daydreaming, daydreaming during a meeting, lecture or conversation. I think that applies to anyone if the meeting's pretty boring though to be fair <laughs> but you know <laughs> or losing things all the time frequently forgetting or losing things due to inattention i'm insanely terrible if my head wasn't screwed on then i'd have lost that too um you have a child with adhd so many parents learn that they have adhd after their kids are diagnosed uh being, di- being diagnosed with ADHD as a child. Most kids with ADHD will continue to cope with it to a greater or lesser degree throughout their whole lives. And then trouble maintaining relationships. The divorce rate among couples touched by ADHD is as much as twice that of the general population. Um, One thing that I definitely want to jump on there is that first one about impulsive behaviour. Um, my impulsiveness is pretty much off the scale. I've been known to wake up, jump in the car, not really have a destination in mind, and end up in the Lake District. Um, I, but I personally believe that's just part of who I am. And yeah, it may be down to the ADHD. I don't necessarily see that as a bad, bad thing. Make risky decisions. I mean, I've just invested £1,900 in my business um, on an instinct that I had, basically. I love that side of of ADHD, if that is what it's down to. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I love the, the impulsiveness. Um, as for addiction, uh, yeah, I think in some ways everybody's addicted to something, uh, in my opinion. So 
I don't see that as, as something exclusive to ADHD. Inability mm. to stay focused. I would I would argue with that slightly. I, I don't think people with ADHD have an inability to stay focused as long as what they need to be focused on is something that they can engage with. And it doesn't necessarily have to be something that interests them. It just has to be something that's delivered in the right way. Um, and, I, and I mean, for example, look, again, I have coping mechanisms. You'll see me as we're talking. I'll make notes because uh, forgetfulness is is a big thing with me. And if I don't write something down that I want to say, then I will just um, I'll, I'll forget what I want to say, to be honest. Um, so I, I think out of all those, um, sorry, can we bring that slide back up for a second? Um, because there was, again, I, f I forgot what the next one was that I was going to, uh, that's gonna okay. Speak about. That one. Um, yeah, again, losing things all the time. Yeah, that definitely happens. Daydreaming. That can apply to a lot of people. Um, I'm terrible with that, and I'm not diagnosed with ADHD, but there's a lot of these that I can relate to as well. But I mean, a lot of people will be able to relate to, at some yeah. stage in their life, a lot of these behaviours. Yeah. Um, addiction is, is widespread among the whole of society, uh, and, and in some ways everybody's addicted to something, whether that be social media, um, I know that's a big one for me, yeah. um, or, or whether it be you know, uh, stimulants or TV or something like that. Caffeine is another one. Mm. Um, nicotine dependence. I didn't know that was um, sort of an indicator to ADHD. I've, I've never smoked. It's, um, it's just incredible that you can run down this list, impulsive behavior, addiction, inability to stay focused, uh, nicotine dependence, restlessness, daydreaming, losing things all the time. You have a child... Uh, being diagnosed, uh, it's everything. Mark, 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 mark. I hit. It's just incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, the now is is a big one for me. Now, when, when you said when, about impulsive behavior as well, I think though that when you said about investing in your business, if ADHD is what has got you to the success that you have, then it can't always be that bad. Because you certainly have a very, very successful business. And I've been I'm, watching you for a while with what you're doing, and it's certainly paying off, so why not? A lot of people, um, I believe, call what I have success for a different reason to me. I do see myself as successful, and it's only in recent, recent months, probably, that I've felt totally comfortable saying that mm. and I've I've said it before in interviews but not really not really believed it um but the reason that I see myself as successful is nothing to do with finances or, or possessions or anything like that mm. it's simply to do with the fact that I get to wake up every day and do something that I'm passionate about for mm. a living and I kind of see uh cash as a byproduct of that like mm. yeah financially I'm I'm pretty comfortable um but that's not my focus at all that's kind of a byproduct of the fact that as a business we we I know that we deliver a good product mm. um and so I call myself successful because I get to make people happy for a living and, and I get to make people forget about I, I've always said an entertainer's job is to make people forget about reality 
for a while, whether that yeah. they want to escape from a situation in their life, they just want to escape from the world they live in because maybe they're a little bit bored or or maybe they just want to experience something different. Whether mm. somebody's coming to see my, my children's show, whether I'm DJing a venue or I'm hosting an event, I mean, Stainless job is to make you forget about whatever's outside of those walls. Mm. So, yeah, it's and my impulsiveness when I'm on stage really helps. Um, the yeah. way that my brain works, because I have ADHD, really like I can bang to with people and I can come up with fairly quick one-liners um and sometimes yeah. I'll say something and then kind of go oh I shouldn't have said that um but it's fine because I'm on stage I have a microphone in my hand I can, can I've learned to work that into shows um mm. um but yeah I I love the impulsiveness um and and, and as you as I said yeah I've just inv invested quite a lot of money in, back into my business just based on an instinct and, and I believe that the ADHD is a chemical imbalance and I believe because of that my instincts have always been fairly good don't get me wrong like like anybody in business I've had some results that haven't been what I wanted them to be um mm. but overall my instincts have always kind of led me down the right path yeah yeah and I can certainly vouch for that where because you've done a few things for me and Thomas, and I've taught. I've. Um, I think everybody on here was has um, certainly heard me share Thomas's story, and I've made reference and shown pictures in the past of. Obviously, they won't have known it was you, at the time, but it was you that did his um, remission party and everything, and came to visit him in hospital to take his mind off everything. And as I said, for days he'd not moved, he'd not eaten, he'd not spoken. And you went in there and completely changed everything. He was, he became selective mute for a while. And as soon as you came in, he was fine. Like that switch had been turned off and he'd been wow. fine. And wow. for those moments that, that you were in that room, I had him back. So yeah, you definitely do that. And I've seen some of the things mm -hmm. that you've done, some of the shows you've done and yeah, you are. Definitely. And I think it can pay off. I think a lot of the ADHD traits can pay off for the job that you do. Because, like, I, even though I've done DJing and stuff myself, there's no way I'd get up and say and do some of the things you do. Because I'd just die of embarrassment because I'm not that quick witted with some things. And, like, usually, if, if I, I do. If I, I thought about. <laughs> <laughs> if I thought about what I do for a living, they're, they're, I've always said there's a moment yeah. before I go on stage. It doesn't matter whether I'm DJing in a venue or whether mm. I'm hosting. Um, I host uh, um, Bonkers Bingo, which is something I don't think has made it over to America yet. I'm, <laughs> I'm not convinced it would work in America. I'm not convinced it works here, to be honest. But it's an amazing event for the people who go to it. And there's a specific introduction, and every point uh, at the same moment in that introduction, I could quite happily put that microphone down and walk away. And it's like three seconds before I go on stage. I could just walk away, because if I thought too much about what I actually do for a living, no, hmm. I couldn't do that. Um, and it is one of them things whereby 
you don't necessarily want to overthink it. And I think that's a big thing in society that people spend quite a lot of time overthinking and maybe should spend less time thinking and less time worrying about what other people think. Like, I, I could not care, unless you're paying my bills, I could not care less what your opinion is of me. So and I think if more people thought like that, then it's it, it would be so much easier to no, achieve the things I, that you want I to thought, achieve. I thought that same thing for a while. Uh, I That was a great motif for me. I don't give a shit what people think about me. Um, and I don't know if that's helpful or hurtful to me. Um, I can't I can't determine whether or not it's hurting me or it's do I really care or do I really not care? You know what I mean? I mean, some people do care. Some people and that's okay. It's okay to care about that. Some people, you know, it's important to them what other people think and that what other people think of them makes them genuinely happy. For me, when I'm on stage, don't get me wrong, it's very, very important that what the audience think of me. Is, is positive um in my personal life what other people think of me uh, doesn't affect me really at all um and and i have a very very small very small group of people that i allow myself to spend a lot of time with because i very quickly pick up on other people's energy and other people's kind of what they put out and mm. it isn't very often that i find myself around people who match what I want to be around. Um, so I do think, I mean, you know, you are the average of, of the people that you spend time with. And um, uh, a great life coach called uh, Tony Robbins, who uh, is huge in America. He's, he's, he's fairly big over here, but he's huge in America. Um, I, I think he says, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Actually, thinking about it, it may have been a guy called Jim Rohn who said that. And it's true. Um, and, and there's maybe three people that I spend the majority of my time with, whether I talk to them online or, or I see them in person. Other than that, I'm very, very selective about how long I spend with other people. And I think that's the big thing. If you're constantly surrounding yourself, and, and you can always, I'm very fortunate, I can control very easily the people I'm around because I don't have to be around work colleagues as much. I don't have to be around other people's friendship groups as much as say somebody in 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 a job like yours, Tim. You can't you can't exactly say to the rest of your team, well, you're just negative energy and I don't want to be around you. That's not gonna be conducive yeah. when you're going into an emergency. Like just right. spray them with the hose and go, nah, right. negative, you're going. Um <laughs> so I get that that's very selective. For me, but I can only talk from my experiences. And it I is. Think you're it is a good thing. A bit more selective about the people that you have around you. Mm. It is a That's good thing. To is, uh, uh, keeping it um, sobriety and um, everything is fragile, um, and all of our mental health and everything is fragile. Uh, we we know we could we could break at any minute. We could relapse mm. at any minute. Um, and, uh, you know, with ADHD, with, with our conversation last night, um, with ADHD, we self-medicate that more than, uh, anything else. So alcoholism 
on top of ADHD, I'm self-medicating uh, double time, it feels like to me. Mm. So my brain is fuzzy. I wake up, it feels like a fog, you know, and I'm, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Um, can you Absolutely, enlighten, yes. yeah, can you enlighten us on, on anything in, in that realm, um, talking about waking up, feeling like you're in a fog and how you, uh, self-medicate to, to feel better, uh, to get that normal baseline, you know, what, that's what alcohol brought me was that normal baseline. And now, um, Adderall does that as well. Uh, and you know. Um. So one one thing I really want to pick up on there, Tim, and I'm 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 so glad you said it is that word normal, and and this was something when I was in the the CAMS system, which is uh, Children's Mental Health Services over here. Mm. Um, I challenged them a little bit because they would use the term in front of me. They would say sentences such as, "Well, unlike normal children, John will do this." I would say, well, what is a normal child? What is normal? That's no so thing. damaging. For example, yeah, exactly. exactly. There's no such thing as normal. So that normal mm -hmm. baseline that you mentioned, well, that may seem normal to you. Um, for someone else, that may be their um, their entire world shattered. Um, mm -hmm. Tracy, that's a lovely comment. Thank you. Um, and, and yeah, it's it's um, so for me, self medicating um, when I came off of Ritalin or, or methylphenidate to be precise, which is a, a slow release version of Ritalin. Um, mm. For a while, it was it was hectic. It was strange, obviously, like with any medication, um, there was withdrawal symptoms and things like that. Once I got over that. Um, it was all a bit hazy for a while. For me now, my biggest thing is self-hypnosis and uh, meditation. Um, is yeah. is the way that I um, the way that I self-medicate. So I'll talk you a little bit through my routine. One mindset for me is something that's very very important. So to kick off my day, <coughs> excuse me. Um, to kick off my day, I wake up really early. I'm, I've, I've always been somebody who waking up super early, so I, I try and get up around 4 a.m. Um, oh through the week, on the weekend when I have shows, it's a little bit later. But yeah, I try and get up around 4 a.m. Um, if any of my friends are watching this, please do not ring me at 4 a.m. I do not want to speak to people at that time of day. <laughs> I'm just going to bed at that um, time. <laughs> but I then watch... I'll, I put my TV on is the first thing I do and I will watch a comedy um so my, one of my favorites is Frasier uh, which is an American sitcom on channel four um I watch uh, I start my day by watching something inspirational so such as Tony Robbins I'm on a big thing with him at the minute um Grant Cardone or Gary Vaynerchuk uh people that I watch and then I'll watch a comedy and I just think starting your day with laughter they can't be anything better really um so and i'll just enjoy a coffee some inspo some comedy and then just relax for a while and then after that i go into a meditation routine depending on what i'm doing that day depends on the type of meditation that i do um but i do also use cbd oil i don't actually use it for um for 
ADHD specifically for, for self-medicating. I use it for pain relief because I have a, a bad shoulder. But it does have an effect on it um, that I didn't realise that it did until I did some research. Um, hi, Eric. Thank you so much. Um, and yeah, so that's that's kind of my, my routine. And then depending on how my day goes, and I'm sure you'll be able to relate to this, Tim, with ADHD, some days are easier than others. Um, and, and for example, today I had a really difficult day. And I, I don't know if, if it affects you in this way. I know that like everything ADHD can affect people differently. I will have days where my coordination and my balance are just so ridiculously off that it isn't even worth me trying to move. Um, and, and I'll have days where I struggle to talk. Uh, yeah. um, I'll struggle to sort of, not struggle to talk, but it, it'll be an effort. Like trying to make sense or be an effort. So, so I, I get, just don't I get lost in And the... some days I have the luxury of being able to. Oh. I'm sorry. I I get lost. No, in no, the, please, uh, Yeah, I get lost in the um, uh, the emotions. I don't know exactly what I'm feeling with the ADHD, which I clearly have. Um, and I have, I've been diagnosed with ADHD, severe depression, um, anxiety, of course, and, uh, PTSD. Uh, <clears throat> so there's a, there's a gamut there. There, there's a whole lot going on. Uh, I definitely can feel the depression, uh, when it sinks in, um, you don't want to get out of bed. You don't want to even get in the shower, um, mm like you were just speaking on and uh it's just it's an incredible uh feeling to so i wanted to bring this up because um the medicine that we need for this and we've been talking uh you guys adderall is illegal over there um and you spoke on ritalin earlier um I, I did a dance or a chess match with uh, the pharmacy today. Um, I felt like uh, a drug seeker. Um, this is now Adderall is a controlled dangerous substance. It is a um, an amphetamine salt. Uh, it's a, a methamphetamine. It is a uh, class whatever drug. It, it's it's protected. Mm -hmm. um, I get it. I understand. But this pill that I take daily actually does something to make me feel normal. And uh, it, it takes that fog away. It takes the, uh, the, the fuzziness away. Okay. And I, I, I got to I spent seven fucking hours going from pharmacy to pharmacy and wow. I, I I couldn't think of anything else other than my dad um, before he passed he had um, he was on some painkillers for for his uh, final stages of cancer and 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 what have you um, he would have to go from pharmacy to pharmacy like a drug seeker and it just it's not a good feel it's not a good feel to go like i'm 
an addict trying to get, but really this, this is the shit that's actually helping me, you know, stay sober. Mm. This is the shit that's straightening me out and keeping me on a budget plan, on a uh, work plan, on keeping the house clean, um, keeping my hygiene up. Um, you know, I'm not saying I'm, uh, you know, uh, Debbie Downer or I'm in the doldrums all the time. But sometimes, man, it is hard to get the hell out of bed. And mm. it's just the weight of the world feels heavy sometimes. And uh, the it shouldn't be that that hard to get that medicine that you need. But um, and I, I, I shouldn't feel like a, a drug addict going around to pharmacy hopping to, to get this one pill that is like the magic key to make me operate in a, in a normal and uh, I feel good, you know, you know what I mean? Not cloudy. Yeah. yeah. Can Definitely. you speak to that? I uh, do that every month. Yeah. So why? I'm... Yeah, but my internet dropped out a little bit during that. But um, why did you have to search for seven hours just just to get the medication you need? Was it just a case of it was out of stock at, at certain pharmacies? Because, yes, because it was out of stock. It was um, the state regulates. It's a controlled. It's a CDS, a controlled dangerous substance. So they, the state regulates. It's an amphetamine. So it is a narcotic or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, they have to control it. Um, and I, I, I get it. You know, I'm in, a, I'm in a job where we deal with that stuff. I, I'm a firefighter. Um, I know how hard it is to get ketamine, to get um, morphine and, and such. And if you give it, you better have a damn good reason sometimes. Um, but mm. uh, the the issue isn't really, uh, doesn't lie in, I think it just needs to be cleaned up a little bit. Um, their their mm. system won't let them, won't allow them to call ahead. Like I can't call pharmacies <clears throat> Excuse me, that's wrong. I I have to go pharmacy hopping. The doctor is not allowed to call around to the pharmacies. The the pharmacists are not allowed to call around to the other pharmacies. Uh, or what do you guys? What do you call them? Uh, magicians or whatever over there. What do you call the uh, the pharmacy? A pharmacist. Gemma, you said something. Same, same thing. No, you said there was something funny. Uh, we we had it on uh, when we did oh, our... oh, we sometimes call them a chemist. Chemist, thank you. Yeah, yeah, the chemist, yeah. The chemist. Um, uh, that was just a little side note, but anyway. <laughs> um, uh, you know, you bounce around to find these drugs. Uh, mm. it, it just needs to be cleaned up a little bit, that's all. The ordering process, it's its all on lockdown. And it, I get it. People overdose. People, uh, there are addicts out there. But that doesn't help the, the guy that 
fucking actually needs it. And uh, now I feel like an addict going around pharmacy hopping. But anywho, I don't want to spend the whole hour on that. Um, it was just my day today. Uh, but if you could, uh, John, speak. Uh, we, we spoke yesterday also uh, about the autism uh, spectrum. Uh, ADHD and the autism spectrum can go hand in hand as well. Um, can you, can you uh, shine some light on that for us, please? Yeah, absolutely. So everybody is on the autistic spectrum at some level because it's a spectrum. Um, mm. Some people are, are so low end on that spectrum that they they don't have any autistic traits. Some people are what they call uh, low level high functioning, which is the level I'm at. The opposite end of the spectrum is um, uh, high level low functioning. Um, that's the complete opposite end of the spectrum. And that's where you may come across um, people who can't communicate very well or, or maybe even can't communicate at all, are totally non-verbal. I'm the other way. I'm, I'm very verbal. Um, I, can, I can talk for hours. Uh, so um, it's, it's um, an interesting thing is, is autism and it can have so many frustrating um, effects. And for me, it, is, it, it can affect everything from the way you look to the way that you talk to the way that you move. Um, so for me, it, it affects my coordination quite badly. And on some days, um, I, I generally find it's it's through periods of time where I'm super tired or I'm stressed about something or something like that. Um, I will have these days where I just can't coordinate at all. And, and sometimes the, the best and, and as ridiculous as it sounds for anybody who sees me out and about, sometimes the safest option is for me to stay at home because if I go outside I may fall or I because I'll be unsteady on my feet um, and this isn't something that I really talk about that often because that side of it is something that I find very awkward to deal with when I'm out um, because I will have days where I struggle to to communicate to make myself understood and it isn't just because of the ridiculous northern accent either it's because I will have days where I struggle to um think about what I want to say. So it's almost like the words are there. They're just in completely the wrong order. Um, a famous Morecambe and Wise sketch when he said, I'm playing all the right notes, just not necessarily in the right order. Some days I can totally relate to that, if I'm honest. Absolutely. It is. Uh, I can, I can relate with that uh, so much. Um, it's just sometimes life just feels completely out of order. And, uh, like, mm. you know what you have to do. You know what you have to get done. You know where the end goal is. It's just getting there is all fucked up and fuzzy. Yeah, and everything's all... disjointed. <laughs> mm. um, Sports for the Blind, hello. Good to see you guys. Thank you guys also for the bits, the subs, the uh, shares, the follows, the likes, the... Uh, gifted subs, the shout outs, everybody's amazing. I appreciate all of that. Gemma, uh, Gemma and I appreciate all that. John, uh, you have been um, 
an excellent uh, person to talk to. I'd love to have you back on the show. Um, we're not done yet. Um, I was going to say the intro is ten. So yeah, I I'm I'm well aware we're we're still going, but I there I feel like there's more we can talk about here. I want to mm. do another ADHD show because we're just, I mean, we're at like the 40 minute mark. So we have like 20 minutes left, but there's still so fucking much to talk about when it comes to this. And it, mm. and it resonates with me uh, a lot. So I feel I like have. John and I can talk for days about this. Oh, yeah. Did you have trouble getting diagnosed? Like, was it, have you been diagnosed a while and did you have trouble getting diagnosed with it? Well, me? you know what? It's me or John. John. No. Well, both really, because it's so for me. I believe I was around the age age of eight. Do you know what would be really interesting for, for this mm. is to maybe do? Uh, and I've never suggested this before. She'll she'll half kill me for it, but she won't. Is to maybe do an episode with uh, my mom who mm. could. Um, really enlighten you on this because she's disabled herself but my memory is adhd affects memory my memory of that whole time is well my memory of anything up to about half an hour ago is usually pretty hazy to be honest <laughs> but my memory of that whole time is is so terrible that i couldn't really tell you accurately i didn't know she mm. had to fight like mad to get me into cams and yeah. then had to fight like mad to get me diagnosed and I'm sure Tim, you'll be able to relate to this, and, and and maybe you as well, Gemma. Actually, that words were banded about such as, "Oh, he's just naughty. He doesn't want to listen. Mm. Um, he's not trying." I'm having anymore. that with Thomas now. That's why I ask because I mm. um, I had a referral put through from the hospital because of his behaviour, and school said that he was fine. So they won't listen to me as a mother. They're listening to the school, and because he's not showing traits there, he's fine. It's just he's just naughty at home, and I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, like this, it's just banging my this head. This is probably the most. The this is probably the most controversial thing I've ever said on a podcast, and I may get backlash for this, and I'm not particularly bothered if I do. Schools yeah. massively overreach their their parameters, in my opinion. Um, I think the education system. And through no fault of teachers, this is not a slight at teachers at all. Um, the education system is massively outdated in, in this country. I, I know very little about the education system in the States, but certainly in this country, the education system is massively outdated. It doesn't support creativity. It doesn't support... Um, it doesn't really support real life. What it does is... Yeah, well, I, I wasn't sure whether to mention that on here or not, I did know that, but no, you know, I agree. On here, but um, no, that's okay. but yeah, it's it for me, and I just feel that, for example, that like okay, so he may be doing okay at school, they may be absolutely right, he may be fine whenever he's at school. That yeah. doesn't mean that ADHD isn't there or, or any other conditions. I mean, that's like saying that. Um, well, he might have a bad, he might have a bad stomach by the time he got home, but he was fine at school, so that means that he don't have a bad stomach now. Well, that's just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just that he's comfortable 
well, he's at school, or maybe it's just that the education system and the curriculum has mm. that much of an impact negatively that he feels like he can't express himself in any way while he's yeah. at school, and that is being perceived as normal behaviour, when actually, for him, that isn't normal behaviour at all. But I think also what we have to be very careful of is not labelling somebody just because they're a little bit different. Like, if I was like the majority of my friends were at school, I wouldn't do what I do for a living now. And, I mean, for example, something like you, Tim, doing a job that not everybody could do. I, I could never be the guy that's, well, everybody's running away. You're running towards the thing they're running away from. Um, it, it's just it, just because somebody's that little bit different. Yeah, they, for example, when I was at school, I was terrible. I was never one that caused massive <laughs> I did cause massive problems any of my teachers watching this I'm, I'm friends with a couple of my teachers now any of them will be sat there going you didn't what you made my life hell yes I did make their life hell and yes I am sorry <laughs> but unless it involved drama or food or music I just was not interested in the slightest I don't care I, I would openly say to teachers I don't care when they put algebra on the board you know what's the value of B I don't know. Don't care. Don't need it to be on stage. I always said I was going to be a chef. Um, and I did that for a while. Um, and I'd be told, well, you need maths when you're a chef. I'm like, not when you're the head chef. The guy below you needs the maths. And that's the position I'm going to be. And that's the position that I got to. Um, so I was, yeah. So I think it's just a case of schools need to remember their place, that they're in education. And if they want to have that overreach of um, regulating behaviour in everyday society, then they need to catch up with what everyday society has become. Because when the curriculums and education system were designed, everyday society wasn't what it is now. So they need to make their minds up in education as to whether they want that overreach to control what happens out of school. And if they do, they need to put the effort in to first create an environment that is up to date with what that is. Oh, your mum's in the chat. There we go. <laughs> there we oh. go. What? Oh, she's <laughs> not a shield. Yeah, hey. Welcome, Dan's mum. There we go. Yeah, we. Oh, he just said about you having you on the show, so we'll have to do that. <laughs> When you were saying about um, <laughs> being comfortable, uh, about like like with Thomas and fighting to get a diagnosis, the way I describe um, like kids as, at school, especially like a bottle of pop, they start, they go in, and they're just calm, they're fine, and then every time something upsets them, they're like shake it. I'm not going to open it, <laughs> shaking it, shaking it, shaking it until the point they get home. And they're more comfortable, open the bottle, explode all over, and that's it. But they are more comfortable to do that at home. So all the time where they're at school, it's shaking it up, shaking it up, shaking it up to the point where they... Because I know Thomas, there's no way Thomas would do half of the stuff at school that he does at home and then vice versa. Because I know when I go and watch him do certain things at school, he seemed really shy and embarrassed in front of me. And... It's the same the other way around. Like, he has a real issue with opening up. So when he gets home, he There we go. Sorry. Mm. Um, yeah. And do you know what? 
I, I hate to be the bringer of bad news, but I'm sure Tim will be able to testify to the fact that that doesn't change when you're an adult. There are days mm. when I get home and, and I, I I actually live now, so I uh, I got divorced a couple of years ago, and I, I live with my family now just for the pure comfort of my mum, dad and gran. Uh, just for the pure fact of I'm, I'm not really at home that often my work can take me away for anything up to eight months out of the year if I'm doing like um, holiday parks and things like that. Um, so it, it just isn't worth me having any kind of property for it to just sit empty. So, um, but I can be out and in, you know, in, in the outside world that's sometimes a little bit too big and sometimes a little bit too much. But whenever I'm out there, you'll never know that right now I feel like it's too much and too big. Once I get home, you'll know. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so mm. we are uh, having a great discussion tonight on ADHD, um, the autis uh, or autistic spectrum. Um. Yeah, everybody. That that's something you know. Uh, today, years old. Everybody's on that spectrum. You know, <laughs> uh, never knew that, but uh, it is uh, a truth. And uh, John, uh, what what can you? Uh, we're we're gonna start towards wrapping up. Uh, what would you like to? Uh, uh impart wisdom for us uh any uh any closing thoughts any uh, any ideals you'd like to get out burning desires if you will so when <laughs> yeah when i do holiday parks especially there's there's a bit of a tradition over here that um children will ask you you, you give out certificates and things and um Children will ask you to sign them, and and me and a couple of my colleagues on a holiday park that I was just working on a few months ago had a tradition that we'd, we'd sign our name, but we'd also put a little message on there. It'd always be the same message for every child, and the one I developed was always be you, um, because it is important to just be yourself, and just, mm. I know it's so cliche to say it, but just stop caring what other people think if you're not happy being the person that you are um, because it is, we're, we're not on this, this earth for very long. And some people are on this earth for a little bit longer than others, but I mean, mm -hmm. ultimately we're here for a very short period of time and we have to make as bigger impact in that time. And we all do that in our own ways. Um, and we all do that on different scales. Um and mum, but mum, I think it's mum says she also suffers from depression, anxiety, and PTSD. Mum, we have yeah, the, the PTSD is probably from being my mum and trauma <laughs> here. The agitation, the irritability, uh, ADHD, and trauma go hand in hand as well. Um, mm. <laughs> another thing to uh, just remember, um. The hyperactivity, mm -hmm. the impulsiveness, the, the forgetfulness, the flashbacks, all of that, you know, sinks together uh, very, very Definitely. Well. I think we should definitely do an episode with, with my mom on here. Um, yeah. So I think that'd be a, a, a great combination. 
Um, I'd love to. I would love so, to do that. But but yeah. Yeah, I would love to do that. So, uh, Mom, you have a a a task. Uh, Can you give us some dates when you're available? We'll have you on the Mental Health Hour here. We'll have John back, and uh, this has been an absolutely uh, great show. I I have really enjoyed talking with you, John. Uh, I definitely want to have you back. I want to have Mom on, and. We'll we'll get some uh, some insights from from the parent side of things. Uh, we did a parenting episode awesome. earlier in the series, and uh, I would love to do another one. Um, yeah, very different one. Being so awesome, I've, uh, yeah. I wonder if my mom would it's been come on. Absolute pleasure to be here. I've really, really, I bet she would. You should ask. I am not asking mine. Never. <laughs> But she could tell you some stories about me. God, oh, I put her God. through so much hell. And uh, I, I'm glad to be on the other side of the coin. Um, and uh, John, it was an absolute pleasure talking to you. Um, we're, we're definitely going to have you back on. And mm-hmm. we're going to get mom on. Um, and guys, please. Oh, thank you so much you for having me. It's been a pleasure. If you liked uh, tonight's episode, please follow John. Um, John, plug yourself wherever you want to um, people to follow you at. So they can get me on Instagram. I'm, I'm I'm not very active on Instagram at the minute, but people can always get me on there. Um, my Instagram handle is I am John McCabe, which is spelled that. Well, that's hard to do, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That was gonna look so sleek. That was gonna look so sleek as well. Oh well. Um my 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 business on Facebook is um facebook.com forward slash JMC ENTS leads. Yeah. Or they can add my personal profile just by searching my name. So yeah, it's facebook.com, not Instagram. The, my business isn't on Instagram oh, because I'm massively oh. like social media. I try and spend as little time on it as possible, but for me, needing it for a business, as little time on it as possible is sometimes anything up to eight hours a day. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, hit me up on social media. I'll put you on the website with about, your you know. socials as well so uh, they can find you that oh, way. Thank you. You'll be up, you'll yeah, be up in the you. next I'll be, I'll be sharing this. Amazing. Yeah. I'll be sharing this all of my social media. It's been such a good experience. I'll have the um, episodes uploaded on YouTube and Spotify tonight. Yeah, Um, it goes it goes out across all the podcasting places. So best way to find it is through the bio link and then you can um, find all the sources in there. And uh, Hattie's gonna start dropping our community calendar for you guys. Ray of sunshine thank you as well for being here moderating we have uh the greatest team here on our podcast uh uh, channel here the mental health hour team is awesome we got ray and naomi um in on the team and uh now john has uh joined the family uh hopefully we can get him in the discord as well and we'll all have uh don't forget on the Discord, you guys, you can get in there and chat with each other. You can uh, go into the meeting room 
and uh, talk with one another on basically like FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's free and it's there for you. Uh, Catalyst tonight, Jim in Chicagoland, my favorite Twitch broadcast there is out there other than the Mental Health Hour, of course. Um, Catalyst, a warm candle, uh, just great conversation. Jim in Chicagoland puts it down every night. And then tomorrow night he talks football. <laughs> and uh, I think we have a special Beardo Weirdo show tonight because last night was the election night. Um, he, uh, uh, Blaine and Wilson didn't do their uh, normal stream. So I think they're going live tonight at uh, 9.30 or 10. They're always late. But we love the Beardo Weirdo show. Uh, Gemma as well streams uh, weekly. Uh, arts, crafts, ASMR, all that good stuff that you love. And uh, give her a follow over at X Gemma, Gemmy H83. X. I will be changing that. Don't be surprised. As soon as my usual handle becomes available, I'm going to change it. But there's a cooling off period between changing it and changing it and stuff. So yeah, it will drop the axis. And don't forget Ray of Sunshine. He's one of our mods. He's one of our team members. He's amazing. Uh, Ray, throwing out the positive vibes, throwing out the positive stories. Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. He's gaming lately. Uh, but season three of Array of Sunshine is going on now, at, at least Tuesdays, right, Ray? He'll drop you a shout out there in the comments. And uh, for everything bunny, don't you forget it. We got to plug our Ella. Ella the bunny mom. MyBunnyValentine.com. I'm showing you the ass of the bunny. <laughs> there you go. Uh, this one's a Bluetooth speaker bunny. This is just a light-up bunny. Um, I got to charge it up. But uh, Penelope loves these. Um, there's all kinds of bunny shit. And, uh, bunny shit. You're really yeah, selling it. All kinds of good stuff. Actual bunny shit? Or just, you, know. you, got, <laughs> you, got, you got bunny clothes. You got bunny stickers. You got some free rabbit pods with every package. You got everything. We love Ella. She streams late night uh late nights on twitch with her ukulele guitar piano and puppy cat of course use my promo code firedude15 to save 15 percent at her store mybunnyvalentine.com help ella out help her as she tries to save every bunny rabbit in america and the world around um and then for all things tmhh the mental health hour check it out biolink.com bio.link slash tmhh tmhhonline.com we'll see you guys next week john thank you again for joining us this week it was great appreciate it and uh say goodbye to the people all right it's been a pleasure thanks for having me guys i've loved all your comments really appreciate it thanks for having me it's been a real pleasure awesome all right guys we'll see you next week 